eyes on the prize to keep my head to the sky. Hands I know to keep my happy. I request you stay away from me with your negativity. You can't get the best of me. Won't have me reacting crazy. Because I said they just laugh. Welcome, 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 welcome to the back porch conjure. Can't tell you to grab no tea and no juice. Listen, we all know it's three o'clock somewhere <laughs> and it's three o'clock here. And yeah, I'm a little late because I had a lot going on and I want to share with y'all. So what I want you to do is pull up a chair. You know, we in the backyard. It's sunny. It's beautiful. It's three o'clock, almost four. Time to get ourselves going. Some of us are getting off work. Some of us are going to work. Some of us are going to bed. Some of us got to get these children out the way. However you want to do it. Take your time. Put the earphones in your ear if you don't want because it's going to be a little cussing. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. You know, if you ain't used to having it, letting your babies hear a little cuss word here and there, then put the earphones in the ear pods and all that in your head, your headphones on. But if they are, then baby, let's rock and roll. This is E5Bayo. Welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. And who you heard on that was David Sosa, Laugh. Um, the reason why I played it is sometimes we do need to laugh. When shit is going wrong, when stuff seems overwhelmed, when people are just dogging you out, whatever it is, laugh. Laughter is the best medicine. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Laughter removes all that and you laugh because when you think about it, 
You got to get that laugh, that good laugh. That, oh, girl, what you talking about? That laugh. You want to hear it. You want it to get contagious and let somebody else laugh. You know, when you walk in the room and you smile, it just becomes a domino effect. Everybody around you will start smiling. But then you'll get that one person that is standing there and say, why well, everybody smiling? Skip them. Sometimes the beat got it. You know how that beat get that hiccup? Uber. Skip over them and just let it keep on continuing. You smile, you nod your head, you give them a beautiful smile. When I walk down the street, I smile at everybody. Sometimes, you know how you have your mask on? I didn't know this. This old lady told me that. She said, I know you're smiling at me. I said, how you know? She said, because your eyes. Now that I know that, I got my mask on. I'm smiling, nod my head, and somebody else will start smiling. They nod their head. They go down the road. They smile at somebody, nod their head. See how it becomes? Contagious. Now we're going to meet a hiccup. Boop, boop. That person ain't going to smile. That person going to be sitting there. What the fuck they smile? Ah, ah. That's okay. Hiccup over them. Hiccup over them. It's not their time. They're they not in a happy place. You leave them there and you go on. Continue. See, that's, that's what it is. So you laugh. I can't allow your negativity to stop my flow. See, I don't know what you're going through, but I don't need to sign up for it. I don't know. You might be hurt. You might be missing something. Maybe you wasn't hugged and loved as a child. I don't know. But at this moment, it's not my place to know. But if I smile, you aggravate it, boop, boop, skip over you, that hiccup. And the next person I see, they'll smile. And when they go down the block, they're going to smile. We all going to run into a hiccup, boop, boop. We all going to run into that. We going to run into that. But that's not our place to stay there. And, oh, well, why are you mad? Because guarantee you, the same way that smile is contagious, that anger is contagious. So while you sitting there saying, why are you mad? Why? Then they start sucking the life out of you. They start sucking that happiness out of you. They start sucking that laugh out of you. Now you angry. Now we got two angry hiccups walking around. Then you're going to go and see somebody and they may smile at you. What the hell are you laughing at? You don't even know why you angry. You done took the, the noose that they had on their neck and added it on yours. Y'all both drowning. Now you want somebody else to drown. And it becomes a domino effect. So now... You done got caught in the midst. And to somebody come and say, damn, why you mad? Didn't you just get blessed today? Or three people got to come and tell you, hey, you're beautiful. Hey, why you mad? You look beautiful. Hey, smile. You look beautiful. Now we got to change your aura, your emotions, your feelings, your energy, your vibe. And you're like, damn, why am I mad? Why am I? I don't got no reason. Oh, man, I was with that person. Oh my God. And they're doing you. You know, they always miserable. They always a mess. They oh, because we know people like that. They just wake up miserable. They just come in a room and suck the energy out of you. And you sitting there thinking you could save them. And all reality, you putting a noose on your neck and you're drowning right with them. And you don't even know. You're not even realizing that. Everything now, everybody that's around you, everything that's happening, there's no happiness, there's no light, there's no love, there's none of that because you're miserable. We don't need that energy. We need the light. We need love. Yeah, we're going to have our days. Don't get it twisted. We're going to have our days. We're going to have those days where, you know what, but when you have that funky energy, stay in bed. You have that funky energy. Now. This is for the people that can do that. Now, if you can't, you know, you got to go to work or whatever. I usually tell people three things. They got a choice. Go in their house, open up a bottle of vanilla extract, smell that. Vanilla clicks in some kind of form of happiness, some excitement, or smell some cinnamon. Or take some coconut oil and put it on the temples of your head, in the back of your neck, and in your, your wrist, and smell it. Coconut oil. Or coconut, you know how some people have the coconut oil, they have the coconut milk. Wash your hand, coconut milk. Whatever which way you can do it. So we can relieve and take that whatever that fucked up feeling you have. Let me tell you, my pops, I never forget, I was, my father was in uh, uh, rehab, right? When I say rehab, I mean because he had dementia and he had surgery. So they had to take him and put him in the, you know, nowadays they don't leave you in the hospital. You have to go from one hospital after they do everything, then you go on to the rehab where there's usually physical therapy, nurses around the clock. So and they test your blood, they do all of that. So that's more, which I was like, y'all in the same hospital just across the hall. Okay. But anyway, that's a whole new different subject. So I was sitting there while he was sitting in his bed 
And mind you, it's like five o'clock and I'm stressing. I'm stressing about the rent. I'm stressing about the bills, the medical bills that he had. Like I'm stressing. And he goes, Bean, what's the matter? I said, man, pop, man, you know, I know you're not understanding, but, um, yo, man, I got these bills. I got to get here to the house. I got the light bill. I got to pay the rent. You know, I got to make sure these medical bills is done, you know? So he bust out laughing. So I'm like, he got dementia. He don't know. He said, he said, we being evicted today? I said, no. He said, you got food in the house? I said, yeah. He said, the lights on? I said, yeah. He said, am I dying? I said, eventually, but not now. He said, okay. He said, he can kick me out if I don't pay him. I said, no, they can't. It's government. Like, you know, no. He said, what time is it? I said, it's 5 o'clock. He said, who can you call to help you now? I said, nobody. He said, you can't do nothing about it. So why are you sitting there stressing yourself out when you could be enjoying this day right here? He said, nothing you could do. So why why are you stressing yourself out? Enjoy this moment you had. I ain't seen you in a while, Bean. What's up? Tell me what you're doing. What's been going on? Where you been at? I put my head down. I bust out laughing. I said, shit, you right. He said, what day is it? I said, okay, he back. Welcome to Dimension. I bust out laughing like, shit, even the broke clock right two times out the day. I ain't mad at you, sir. You right. What can you do about it? Why are we worrying ourselves about things that don't matter to us? Why are we putting ourselves in things that have nothing to do with us? Why do we sit here and make our own self miserable by making stories and everything in our head? Why? Why do we do it? Are we looking for acceptance? Are we looking because we need attention and we're not getting attention from the crowd? Are we doing this because we want to build a name for ourselves? Like, why do we do these things? Let me tell you. I'm not the type of person that make a whole story in my head. I used to until my mother smacked the shit out of me. So I don't do it no more because I would be like, oh, no, I don't want to go. Because what if they do this? And what if this happened? Because you're making a whole story. You don't know what the person may say. You don't know what's going on. But you made a whole story already, already signed and sealed. And nine times out of ten. When you go and face that person, it's nothing what you thought. You way on a whole new different planet. That's why communication is key on everything, right? So I was too busy worrying about, you know, then I was with my ex-husband. I'm like, you know, I can't go over there because he's going to go through this. And I don't even want, because, you know, I was pregnant. I was like, I don't even want to say that because he's going to do this. And my mother smacked the shit out of me. She said, the only way you will find out if you take your silly ass over there. I did. And every story and every scene that I made up there have nothing to do with that. He was like, okay, here, take this money and go up there. He was like, we just gonna, we gonna make it work. Like, shit, I'm having a kid. And that was it. Just like that. Because I made this story that wasn't even, I'm thinking for two people when you only can think of one, right? So now, a days, if I have an issue, a problem or whatever, I call a person. If I have an issue with it, that's it. I don't have FOMO. And FOMO, my godmother says this, FOMO, right? I never knew, because I should always be like, what she used to say, what she used to say. But it was FOMO, fear of missing out. Now, it's a few things that people do that I don't want y'all to do. I don't want you to make these mistakes, especially when you're dealing with spiritual. I don't want you to make these mistakes, because so far, we've been making these. FOMO, fear of missing out. Everything is not for everybody. Everything is not for everybody. You know, when people say, hey, they having this. Okay. You don't want to go? Nah. Mm-mm. I don't even care who's there. I just don't want to go. Nah, I don't want to go. Why? Why you don't want to go? Because I don't. It's not, you know, it's nothing I want to do. So, nah, I'm good. So, the next day, you know, fear of missing out. We talk about FOMO. Hey, you should have went. Oh, my God. Let me tell you what happened. Stop. I don't need to know. If I wanted to know, I would have went. I didn't go. I don't want to know. It's, it's okay. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need an update. Oh, my God. No, I don't need an update. If you really were concerned, you would have took your happy ass. Correct or crazy? If I didn't want to go, that means I don't need an update about it. I don't have a fear of missing out. Hey, everybody's invited. You didn't get invited. Well, I didn't have no plans of being there. So, no. At least they know. Oh, that's messed up. 
Why? Well, I'm going. I'm going to wear this and I'm going to get like this. Okay. Now, usually when people go, ain't nothing that they had in their head. Something totally different. Now they feel bad because they weren't the center of attention or they didn't get what it was supposed to give or it didn't go the way they wanted to go. They weren't the center of attention. Now they're mad. Oh, that's why I don't go to their things. But who told you to go anyway? <laughs> it, it wasn't your, your, your time to be there. You know, because like they said, everything is not for everybody. If they are running around and you practice a bolo, why are you trying to go over here to a ultra thing? It don't have nothing to do with you. Why are you trying to get invited at the pagan ceremony? You're not pagan. Why are you worrying? And why? if they wanted you to come, they would invite you. If they didn't invite you, they don't want you there. So why do you have to bombard or put yourself there? Because you feel you're missing out on something? The message or the energy wasn't for you. So listen, my babies, my beloved, the villagers, hey, family, if it's not for you, and you didn't get an invite, and nobody told you, hey, you know, I, I would love for your presence to be there, why must you think you need to go? Why? For what? Now, also, if you know these are spiritual functions, let me repeat, spiritual functions. People have paid money. They didn't pay 50 bucks. They paid money, right? So you should go with a positive, positive energy, a positive vibe. That means you're going for blessings for everyone that's there. But if you know that you don't like nobody, the people that there you don't get along with, you only gossip about these people, why do you need to be there to add to the negative energy? That person paid for a service. They paid for a ceremony. Why would you go in there and leave it with something negative? You don't like the people. I don't know about y'all, beloved, but if I don't like somebody, I'm not going to be around them. Why? For what? What are they going to do for me? We don't vibe. We don't click. I don't like you. You don't like me. We can be cordial. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Benicio Santo. Okay. And you move on about your life. Why do you have to be there? What is it going, what purpose is you serving? And why are you going to a person's event, ceremony, ritual, and you don't like them? Why are you going? Who invited you? And the person that invited you, if they know you don't get along, then they themselves are messy. Why add on to the mess? Huh? Fear of missing out. Mm-mm. Not a good thing. I don't want y'all to make that mistake. If I pay $1,200, $2,000, dollars I want a positive ceremony. I want everybody coming to wish me blessings and love and light. I don't need nobody there and we don't get along. Oh, I don't like her. Why she here? That's being messy. Now my whole energy is fucked up because you brung my, the person that I don't like. Why are you here? Yes, but you know, you shouldn't have to ask that question. That person should be adult enough to say, you're right, we don't get along. We sh- I shouldn't even be here. Why am I here? Why? Why? For mess. And we need to start teaching people. If you don't get along, listen, if Eli Bayo is throwing the drumming and you don't get along with me, why would you come? Oh, you need to see who's there. You want to know what kind of clothing people are wearing. You want to see what kind of food it is. Oh, I want to see so I can talk about it. But guess what? You can yes, well, by the end of the month, because spirit and karma is real. Why would you come to an event, a ceremony where spirit is welcomed in there? And you're not supposed to be there to come and charge mischief and come and bring a sobo, bad luck to something. Because your intentions weren't good. When Even when they say, Ifa Bell is having a drumming, you already know you don't like me. Why are you here? Why are you here? And I sip. You already don't get along with me. Why are you here? But you have people that, oh, yep, I was there. I was there. You weren't even invited. Why are you here? Why are you here? But people, people want that. They love the mess. They love the drama. I don't want y'all to do that. I want you to, to know that spirituality, your culture, your way of life, the things that you practice, let's do it on a positive. It's time for us to start coming on one accord, right? Now, you have fear of missing out. 
<laughs> now you have me too, me too. Pick me, pick me. I'm, I'm, I got years. I know more. Now we say with age comes wisdom. It's true to a certain extent. With age come wisdom. Old people know more because they had a chance to fuck up more. <laughs> How you doing? But you can be old and still be a new fool. I've seen people old as hell and just as daffy as a bag of fucking bricks. Age doesn't guarantee you wisdom. Age just carry you oldness. You know, you ever heard that? That's an old fool. Ain't, ain't, ain't learned no sense. Common sense ain't learned. It ain't got it. Just because, and that even goes with how many years? How many years have you been a witch? I've been a witch for 20-something years. But you still in mess? You still doing the crazy? Nobody checks you? I wish a motherfucker would. That's why nobody checks you. Because they know that you old enough, you should have some sense. And if you ain't got it by now, you know that saying, you can't teach an old dog a new trick. Baby, let that old dog stand in that corner. There's a reason why it's old and it's by itself. And it becomes bitter. And it becomes angry. And it becomes sorrowful and ugly. On the outside, you can look beautiful. But once you look in that mirror of the soul, ooh, and I sip. You can be a beautiful person and have an ugly heart. That is fact. You can be a sweet person and have an ugly soul. Because no one picks you at the party. No one acknowledged you. But you're running around saying you have this many years. I've been in doing this for so long. A tree is only known from the fruit that it bears. Where's your fruit? Where are the people that you help to elevate? You have years of this, but where the people and the legacy leave behind? Where are they at? Because I don't care what you do. I want to see the action and the love and all of the things you've done to help these people grow. Where are they at? See, you have to, in Christians and old people, I don't judge you. I judge you from the fruit that you birthed. How many people will stand up and say, oh, my God, you know, I'm grateful that this person helped me in their lives. I'm grateful that this person was right there and cheered me on. You don't know. They fed me. They did this. Okay. It's not bragging. This person is saying what you've done for them. You're not saying it. Where's that at? No, you don't have one. You're a miserable person. And that's what happens. And I don't want y'all to be that way. Like I said, everything is not for everybody. If it's not for you, then it's okay. You don't need to sit here and be bitter and know that you're grown. I'm 50-something years old. I still learn. Because the person that said they know it all, run. Because they about ready to die. So, you can be old and still not know nothing. And have a miserable life. A miserable life. May West always says, I'd rather be invited than be talked about. I'd rather be invited. I don't need you to talk about me and all the fucked up things I did. But if you invite me, that means you, you see a spark. You see a growth. You see something in me. I'd rather be invited and have a seat at the table. Now, mind you, I don't want to ask to sit down. I am very grateful and knock on wood that every event and everything I did, people invited me. I didn't say, hey, I would love to do that. Hey, let me come. Because in my old do, which is my signal, I can't. I can't ask to come and I can't just show up because I'll get embarrassed. But I can get invited and it would be a blessing. I would rather be invited than be talked about. I love Mae West for that because it's real. I would rather be invited then be talked about. I don't need you to talk about me. I don't want you to sit there and be like, well, Ifa Abe, all she do is fucking curse all day and all she do is this and this. No, I don't want that energy. What I want is, damn, we having an event. I want to invite Ifa Abe. I like her energy. Well, baby, you invite me, I'm coming. All right, I'm coming. Hey, now we can cut up, have fun, take our shoes off and just have a hoedown. But I don't want to be talked about. And I'm not at the table when y'all going to hold a whole conversation. I love Mae West. I'd rather be invited than be talked about. Hey, or I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather be invited. I don't want to be talked about. You know, 
I understand we have that saying, I'm a villain in every in somebody's story. And it's true. I, I may be. I, shit, I maybe did some shit that I, I, I definitely deserve it. I got my own motherfucking cemeteries in my closet. I don't run from it. I ain't hiding from it. But if you judge me from my past, you'll never know the beauty that I can add to your future. And that is fact. I did a lot of things from the age of, shit, 5th, uh, 12 to 28. Shit, I was everything. You name it, I might have did it. Shit, or might have invented it. But I sure did it. I sure did. But I don't want you to lie on me now. You, give me my props. If I did this, I did it. If I didn't do it, don't do that. So, I don't need you to add to my story. I'm the author of my own. But if you invite me. I don't mind sharing it. Don't add extra. We ain't got no subtitles or nothing like that. I know my story. I'm the author. I wrote it. <laughs> hey, God, God, God had the paper and pen, and He just definitely gave my hand on every letter and every every paragraph on every sheet because we wrote it. And guess what? My story ain't finished yet. But I don't need you to sit and write another copy and try to add your version because you wasn't there. Because I always tell people I do my dirt by my lonely. I don't do co-defendants. That's something I don't do. Because, see, the first time I did do that, and this is the reason why I don't do co-defendants. The first time I did do that, my, my partner snitched on me, and we both were sitting in Rikers Island. So I don't do co-defendants. I do my dirt by my lonely because I ain't going to tell on me. See, pressure make a pipe bust, and my friend told on me. She did. And we were both sitting in there looking stupid. So I don't do that. I learned that at an early age. I am that person that's hard-headed. I got to go through it myself. You can tell me how somebody is fucked up. I'm go- I got to see for myself. You know, but I learned. If nine people tell you this person is fucked up, you know, now it's time to take a side eye. Because the nine different people ain't going to lie on you. They ain't going to lie now. But me, I try to make sure that, you know, everybody. Because that, I too, were a victim of, hmm, okay, all right, daisies and flowers and Fucking uh, all that. Fuck around and get your, get your feelings hurt. Get your ass handed you on a platter. Okay? A leopard doesn't change the spots. You just change the direction it runs in. Then another one. <clears throat> and this one is the gagger. You'll be in my face and you'll be my friend. But you will go everywhere else and talk about me like a dog. That's a sad one. Because, see, you got to be careful, fam, villagers. You got to be careful of who you choose to run with. Tony Shango, Gabo Sile, told me, he said, Y'all, you coming out. And if you don't take nothing else, take this. A bad name travels fast. Be mindful who you associate yourself with. I said, thank you, sir. I will appreciate that. And that is fact. Y'all new ones, y'all people that's on this journey, that's, you know, starting out. Everybody you can't hang with. Everywhere you can't be. Some things are not meant for you. So don't go snooping around in the closet that's not yours. Don't go in places that you should not be in. If you know you ain't got nothing to do with witchcraft, why you over there? Why you being nosy? And trust and believe if your heart ain't in it, don't do it. Don't bring a negative or bad feeling or vibe or energy into something that's not even yours. You didn't pay for this. Someone else paid for a service. Why are you here making it ugly? And people have a right to say, hey, I don't want you. Just recently, someone said, hey, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to do this. Okay. Now I knew it came from the things that happened. But I'm not mad. Now, later on, when they see that, damn, that wasn't Ifa. She's not racist. She's not that. And they try to come back. I'm a decline. Because, see, I should. If you know me and you know my character and you've been following me, you know I'm far from a racist. And let me also explain. Black people can't be a racist. We don't make laws. We can't execute or make anybody do nothing. We can't even make our own kids listen. So don't get it twisted. And if you know my character, you know I get excited and I love sharing and forming. That's what I love. But if you think 
that I am a racist or I am being accused of. I don't, listen, I don't get high. Now, now I'm accused of smoking crack. Okay. <laughs> I must be the biggest fucking crackhead you ever met. But it's okay. It's okay. I'm not going to go on no one's page and be like, oh, I don't smoke no crack. If you believe it, then believe it. If you don't, okay. But if you know my character and you see all the things that I've been speaking and you've seen where it's consistency, you already know it's not that. But all you can do is laugh. That's why I played that song, Laugh. Because why? Why? And I don't want y'all to ever be that way. I don't need y'all starting out on this journey to take on all this negativity. And I'm going to start just changing the narrative. The spiritual community is not wrong. The spiritual community is not corrupt. The spiritual community is not bad. It is people inside of the spiritual community that are hurt. That are hurt. Spiritual people can go through traumas, hurt. They can be miserable. These are things that they have to get healed. Now, do everybody want to get healed? No. Why? Because it comes with work. It comes with growth. It comes with accountability. And a lot of people don't want that. They're not ready for it. I would rather be broken and hurt because I don't want to heal. Because now I got to face the shit that I do. Right? That's a part of therapy. When you receive it, you have to hold yourself accountable. What part did you play in? I'm not talking about, because I know some of y'all, well, if my mother raped me or my father raped me, I didn't play a part. No, you didn't. You did not. And that's not for this. You did not. You did not play a part in it. You did not sit there. You were a child. You were a baby. You were innocent. And they took your things from you. You are right. This is not that conversation. The conversation I'm speaking about is there are priests and priestesses. There are healers. There are witches and all of that that are still broken. Why? Because you have to put the work in to heal. You have to hold yourself accountable. Now, have you seen, because nobody's been under a rock, that, and this is what I say of this table, right? Of The conversation we're having now, because you simply laugh. Now, I spoke of an experience that took place between two women. I voiced it. I became so emotional and so beautiful. So I was labeled as the Dave Chappelle of the religion, right? Which was an honor to me to an extent. Okay. Um, But I wasn't. Then I was labeled as being a racist to Spanish people. But I wasn't. I spoke of an experience and it opened the door for everyone to come forward. I've been on a, on social media for, and y'all seen my memories, 11 years. It goes back, wouldn't go back 12 years of doing my lives and all of that consistency. So I'm grateful for that part. Um, but it has opened up a door of communication. I had an outpour of people writing to me saying, thank you. I've always wanted to say that, but I couldn't. I didn't have the nerve or I, I didn't think it was safe. One lady said, you do misas in English, right? Somebody else said, thank you. And a godparent said, I am going to go check on my African-American guy kids. I want to see maybe I missed a step. Accountability. Let's now open up this, this whole conversation so everyone can be invited. Everyone can be invited. Right? And people were just, oh my God, the outpouring of. The conversations, the emails, the text messages, the voicemails, the texts. Oh, I saw your live. Thank you. I always felt that way. I didn't want to say anything. Oh, I'm going to go and talk to my godmother or godparents. Oh, thank you. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to talk to my godkids to see if maybe they felt that way. It opened up a door. Then it opened with now people are doing lives talking about me size and spiritual and ego. They're doing lives. And I'm like. Thank you. I want to cry because 
it's out. Something that might have been swept under the rug is now out in the open. And people are being appreciated of it. They're saying, oh my God, I wanted to always say this. I'm, I, I don't feel like I'm welcome at the table, but now I am. Thank you. Bonds got strengthened these past few days. Words that felt like it might have been because you make up a whole story in your head because I don't want to say that my godmother's going to be mad or I don't want to say nothing. So it was a lie where a young lady said, they told me to get these dolls and I didn't want to say that because my godmother, she was going get, to you know, get on me. But when she sat down, instead of making up these, these things, she sat down and now they explain why do you have the dolls? Why are the dolls there? Because things do get lost in translation. So now you have people all now talking about spirituality, doing misas, doing tables, seeing other ways of doing it. Now people have a variety. Hey, I want to go over here because he said he do his misa this way. And that's what I'm, I, I resonate with. Hey, they over here, they, sell, they sing Creole songs. I want to go over here because, you know, I'm Creole. I want, I want that. Hey, I can go over here because they sing down home gospel music. Now there's an alternative. There's another way of doing it. I can come to you in a clear communication and say, hey, I'm looking for a Misa. I need my spirits to connect with me. I need to connect with them. Do, do, you, do you do just regular? I mean, is there certain Misa's? Then that person that's going to run it now can sit down and say, listen, this is how I do my Misa's. I do it this way, this way, my table. I do it this way, this way. Now you have a choice. I like that. Yes, let's rock and roll. How much is it? What's your derecho here? But if I don't like it, thank you very much. No, that's not what I'm really looking for. But thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you go to the next person. Hey, okay, you do that. Thank you. Without no animosity. Without saying, well, that's fucked up. You should have picked me. None of that. Because people have a right to choose who they want to work with, who they want to spend their dollars with, who they think will provide a service. People have that right. They had that right for eons. But fear and bullying seem to have taken that out of the spiritual community. Oh, if you don't do it my way, I'm going to curse you. I'm going to go online and dog you out. I'm going to destroy your character. So people are scared. Fear. So I told y'all, it's not a spiritual war. This is mental. Mental. So... Now I'm scared because this person might be voodoo to me or something, or they're going to talk about me and I won't be invited to nothing. So I'm scared. You know what I say, but it's not what I say. I tell you to look at it from the angle that you were standing there. If I tell you, no, I don't want that. Thank you so much. I'm, I, you know, I, I, I think I'm going to go somewhere else because that's not what I'm looking for. And that person sits there and be like, what the fuck? And go through all of that. That is your spirit showing you you were right. You did not need it. Because if someone has to go all like that and curse you out and do all of that, you didn't need that energy anyway. So stand where you are and see that person look like a fucking ass and go through all of that threatening you and talking about you. And you sit there and you go home and you light a candle to your ego and you, your ancestors and you say, thank you for saving me from the bullshit that I would have stepped in. How you doing? See how see how you were blessed? Look how you were blessed instead of, because you know, we're looking at, oh my God, I made them mad. No, you saved yourself. You saved yourself a headache, some problems, and all that other shit. You saved yourself. Now, if they say, hey, you're right, but I, what are you looking for? Oh, I'm looking for this and this. I know someone. Let me let me see if they have space. Okay. Hey, such and such. They have this person. And they say, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, would you mind if I give him your number? Okay. Thank you. And you let them talk. Now, this is the part that I think is horrible, right? I think, me personally. If I give you a connection with somebody, right? I don't need an update. You didn't need me. My job was to make sure y'all meet. That's it. I'm done. I'm out the picture. Don't come and say, oh, well, you know, I spoke to him. No, no, no. I don't care. Stop. Hold it. Stop. Did you, uh, did they help you? Yes. Then you don't need to tell me nothing. Go on about your business. Go get your life together. Now, it's a difference if you're, listen, I went with these people and I was there and they got naked and they tried to rape me. Here's the receipts. Okay. Now we can talk. But other than that, if, oh no, I'm gonna go. With, I don't need to update, baby. 
I'm happy. You found what you were looking for. My job was to network, was to connect you. That's it. You don't need an update. I don't, I don't ask for updates. Why? Why are you updating me? If I cared, I would have been a part of it. I didn't care. I, I did my job. That's it. Fear of missing out. I don't need to miss out. I don't need to call you and say, hey, what happened? You know, no. And don't call me. Why? I got shit to do. You got shit to do. If you helping them, go help them. That's your job. Don't call me. What do, what do you need me for? What are you doing? Bye. Stop talking to me. Go, go live your life. Go and have fun. Go do what you do and, and stop calling me. Like, for real. But people have. they Because they're so used to dealing with people that's missing out. Or, you know, some people be like, well, I don't want no problem. Listen, I'm not that type of person. You got the help. They referred you. Baby, help them. If you can't help them, don't hurt them. That's my only motto. That's it. I don't need an update. I don't care. I don't care. My job was to help you help them. That's it. Right? So, my beloved, if somebody do all of that, you you gave yourself the biggest blessing because you saw the red flags. I won't see them. You will. You saw the red flags. So now you know, I don't need to deal with this person. And if someone comes to you as a healer, a spiritualist, a santero, a palero, whatever you are, and they go, hey, I'm looking for a service, but I don't want this person there. Respect them. They came to you. The blessing came to you. They saw the help in you. They believed in you and your spirits. Don't dampen yours by saying, well, if you don't accept them, you don't accept me. The devil is a lie. <laughs> if that person is getting in their feelings, that's it. The last I saw, hurts go by themselves. Ain't no double hurts. Ain't we, we weren't born together. We should only dying together. Right? <clears throat> but people have this. Oh, well, if you don't add my homegirl, you don't add my homeboy, then I can't do it. Why? Why? So, uh, uh, you don't want that. You don't want that. So, my beloveds, <clears throat> you want to make sure you want to make sure that you are in a good spot. You want to make sure you get people that's going to be behind you. Uh, you want to make sure that you are following this path of love, light, and laughter. You want to make sure that the people that are guiding you uh, is... On the up and up, um, you want to make sure that <clears throat> you are being guided by someone that is mentally stable. And if they tell you, listen, I tell my God, because I'm in therapy. I'm in therapy. I love you. I'm in therapy. Um I have anger issues. I'm learning. I'm so much better than I was, right? Um, because before, no lie, I would rather punch you than give you an answer. And that's not the way. That is some ghetto down south, not even down south. That's some ghetto ignorant shit, for real. And I've come a long way in the past five years. And I'm too old to be out here fighting, thumping, going back and forth, throwing shade. I'm too old for that. I, and I remember when my godmother told me, you are sent that on now. Mind the way you walk and talk. People are looking at you and they learn the religion by seeing your actions. Thank you, ma'am. So there's times. Now on my Facebook page, I let my hair down. I be who I am. You know, I'm a cuss. I'm going to do that. But when you see me at events, I'm going to talk to you like we are all family. I'm going to love you. I'll make curtsy in there. But it won't be like I do on Facebook. Because on Facebook, I'm on my page. Let's be honest. I'm in my living room. I ain't worried about nobody. Now, if I'm on a podcast or someone's show, I'm going to conduct myself very professional, very respectful. I'm not going to be sitting there cussing and doing all that. No. There's a time and a place for that. Okay? So... If I was just all ghetto or messy or all that, I wouldn't be invited to places. People wouldn't want to be bothered with me. Nobody would want to hear a podcast. They would want to see if I'm talking about somebody, but I'm not. I'm not. And when I post things on a page, y'all beautiful spiritual people, I post first for me, 
fresh for me. It, it got to make sense to me. And then it may resonate with someone else. A lot of people, because I was sitting there talking about gaslighting and people were like, oh my God, what is that? That is people that instigate things. That's what it is. You're just an instigator. You're sitting here telling people these lies. But when you come in front of me, I didn't say that. You know, we did that in school, in public school. Did you hear what she said? She said this, this, and this. And then when both of them get together, who told you Mary? Who told you Mary? Now we're going to confront Mary. I didn't say that. Uh-uh, not me. You know, I love you. I didn't say that. And then when one leaves, you know, she said it. That's gaslighting. That I want to get you out your character so you can go and fight somebody so I can sit here. But I want everybody to hate you. I don't want them to, because, see, I, I want to throw rocks and hide my hands. Because I'm the one that, that, that started this. But I don't want you to see it. I'm, I'm telling you how everybody's going to see you. They're going to see you as messed up. Well, you're the one that's, that's making the call. You're the one that's throwing the rocks. You're the one. So that's gaslighting, right? And it can be dangerous. I've seen people get killed from gaslighting. You know, and it can be dangerous because you don't know what people's level of anger is. You don't know how people can handle conflict resolution. You don't know how people can handle being, uh, you know, uh, confronted about things, you know? So you don't know where their level of their mental is. And since this is a mental war, a lot of people are dealing with mental depression. They're dealing with anger. They're dealing with triggers of them being kids. Like they have a lot going on. So why in this day and age would you want to start something because you don't know how that person's mental is? So, this is where you say, hey, you know what? Let me call that person. Let me see if they got space and let me call them. Because this is being said. And I, I will say this. I thank everyone that reached out. They gave me a call. They gave me an email. They gave me uh, texts that said, hey, you didn't say anything disrespectful. Thank you for opening up a dialogue. Thank you. I'm going to do a live about it. I think it needs to be discussed even further. So I'm really grateful. I'm grateful for it. I think I think it should have been discussed years, but we had to get to a place for it to happen. It should have been discussed years ago, but it wasn't ready then. And I understand it really not ready now because someone took offense. When everybody else said, hey, it didn't bother me, but someone took offense at the end of the day. I have a model that my mother made me learn from a child. If it does not apply to you, let it fly. But if it does apply to you, change the image. So if you post something or you say something and I'm offended by it, then maybe it's not what the person, it's not the messenger, it's the message. Do you feel like it? Then something in you have to be worked on. But instead of taking accountability for whatever it is that's bothering you, you're going to lash out at the messenger. I'm going to blame you. You're the bad guy. But I'm just a mirror. That's it. Just a mirror of the people that said, hey, I feel this way. Can you talk about it? Yeah, I can. You're going to get a backlash. Let me tell you, this man wrote me. Still don't know who he is. He said, Ifa Bayo, you're shaking trees. No one's going to like you. Like I said, somebody uninvited me to the event. I saw the live. They saw Eli live. And they said, oh, yeah, I don't want the negative because, you know. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't defend myself. I said, okay, if that's how you feel. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't. Well, last night, Tony Yamaya made a video, and the same person was on there. And I got on a few others, and they said the same thing that I said, and Tony Yamaya said some beautiful things and all of that. So now I know this person is going to sit back and say, damn, maybe I was wrong. But it's too late. Because, see, you took one side of a story instead of, because, see, if I was wrong, I wouldn't have got the outpour. Because, see, the last time I checked, if you're wrong, ain't nobody going to give an outpour on it. People going to go on about their business, be like, fuck her, let's cancel her, put me on Santero Exposed and all that. But it wasn't. It was, you're right. 
Hey, I felt that way. Hey, we need to change the, the narrative. Hey, let's, let's, let's start talking. Maybe other people feel that way. So it became something now that doors are opening and people, now we can strengthen the bond because now we can talk about something because colorism exists in spirituality. Division exists in spirituality. There are things that exist in spirituality. It's not the spiritual community. It's people inside of the spiritual community that still need healing. Healing. I don't blame them. I don't. I don't even have no remorse. I don't even have no ill will. We all are broken. The same way we go to church to get healed from all our sins, spirituality is no different. We all found spirituality one way or another. And trust me, it is very few people that walked in that wasn't nothing wrong. But everybody has something. You might have lost a kid. You might have lost a man. You could have lost a job. You could have lost death. All of that. You found your way. I was on the verge of going to jail. My very first reading, my godfather, Eva, said, listen, you're going to go to jail and they're going to reel you out. Angel said, wait, reel her out. That means she going to be, um, <laughs> she going to be hurt. He said, no, she going to be in there. She going to die in there. That's how long she in. You need to work on your anger, sis. He was like, yo, you know, and we started talking and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. He said, listen, you need a, you always need a doormat in front of your door. You always need this. He said, once you go in, you can't come back out. So I appreciate all that. You know what I'm saying? So I already know when I came in, I was already broken. I was already broken, but I had to do the work before I can help someone else. I first have to help me. I have to do. That's why I shared with you my experience and my journey. I said, yo, when I was young, I was pimping hoes. I know a lot of people, moms, wanted me there. Hey, you know, I was selling drugs. Yeah, I was doing this. I had my son when I was 14. I just thought I had sex. I didn't think I was going to get some kids with it. Yo, you know, I got married twice. I'm giving you my experience so you don't have to go that way. Or even if you went that way, can't nobody judge you. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I do what I do. But I'm also putting in the work. I'm putting in the work. I'm not just sitting there saying, hey, I went through this and there's no change. See, with healing comes change. It comes change. Progress. It comes with healing. So when something is bothering you, you don't. Now, if this would have happened four years ago... You would have seen me go back to back. I'd have been at somebody's door. I wouldn't have gave a fuck. We going to do this. Now I'm grown. I'm healing. I'm like, okay, let's see where I went wrong. Well, I didn't because these people all have a testimony too. They feel the same. They are the same. Oh my God. So I didn't do nothing. Well, what part I played? Because I saw some of the some of the lies. Well, she said this wrong. She should have said it this way. You gonna discredit me on the way I speak? Okay, I'm emotional. I know that. Well, she should have worded it this way. Why? Do I tell you how to speak? I'm not doing that. Thank you. You got the message. You got the message, right? Okay, you know that little saying that says some days I speak proper, some days I speak ghetto. But either which way you heard what the fuck I said, well, you heard that. And everyone that was on that thread, it was shared 33 times. So I'm not even counting the views. 33 times they shared it. Be it shared it maybe to say, hey, you see what she's saying? But everyone that said it wrote back on my page. Oh, well, I didn't see anything wrong. I, well, it's right. Hey, I didn't even know you can do me signs in English. Hey, oh, wow, they sing gospel? They say Creole? Oh my God, I'm Haitian. Oh wow, I never knew that. So it opened up a dialogue. It made people come together. One part of the racism, the division, the bullying, all of that now has been eradicated, so to speak. It has been gone. The veil has been lifted and we can touch it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. We have we have did a stepping stone. We're not where we should be, but we definitely not where we was. So now. We can move further, an inch further. 
We just learned to move further. We've learned to say everyone is welcome at the table. No one is put away. I, of course, I would sing to my spirits first. I'm the one that's holding the Misa. So I'm going to sing to me. But all of this is learning. But what I don't want you to do is get caught up in. Don't have a fear of missing out. You don't need to be everywhere. If a Misa is not for you, then don't have one. If, uh, if you somebody's throwing something and it's not for you, then don't go. And if you don't like the people, don't participate. Why would you send that energy? And for the love of God. You don't need to go after no one's character. Because guess what it says about you? It's not the person you're dogging out. It's the person about you, especially if you hung with them. If you were friends with them. See, that saying is true. Friends today, enemies tomorrow. That's true. But in order for you to fight, argue, and do all of that, then there's still healing that needs to be done in you. It's called accountability and work doesn't happen overnight. So I'm going to give y'all this at the end of the day. I want y'all to take for the next nine days, just listen to up, uplifting music, gospel, reggae. I don't care what it is. Listen to uplifting music. Just listen. Laugh. That's David Sosa's song. Laugh. Listen to things that's uplifting. If you hear somebody saying negative, remove yourself. Remove yourself from the whole situation. You don't need to hear it. You don't need to add it. You don't want it in your space. Just go and uplift yourself. Leave all this negative shit alone. We're going to be in 2022, ladies and gentlemen. We don't need to go in with the same fucking dirt and mentality. Go in with a beautiful spirit. Upliftment. Go in. Go marching in with, thank you. I made it. I made it. Let's do everything for the next nine days of nothing but positivity. I want y'all, anybody that's listening to this podcast, I want y'all to put on y'all, put as a hashtag on y'all shit, upliftment. Up with happiness. Down with negative. Up with happy. Down with negative. Let's just put the hashtag. Fuck it. Or just laugh. Hashtag laugh. That's all. But we are not going to do nothing negative. If someone comes in your space with something negative, remove yourself. If someone comes with gossip, remove yourself. If someone comes with, hey, did you see? Remove yourself. If someone comes with, you know, I don't like, remove yourself. We don't need to be bothered with that. That is not what we produce. This is not it. We're in the healing market, people. We first heal ourselves. And it, when you throw a rock in the water, the ripples go out. They don't go in. So we need to stop making it contagious to laugh, to love, to feel, to smile. We need to feel that energy. We need to know how it feels to be loved, to love ourselves, to wake up and say, yes. It is beautiful and I am here, baby. I am here. It used to be back in the day, right, real quick. The gays used to, um, like, and I call them that because my babies, right? We used to walk through um, uh, um, 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 Penn Station and the Port Authority. And Dave used to say, this dude's name, Dave again. He used to say, don't despair. And don't fear, the gay children are here. Snap them, make it official. God damn it. And we will be snapping all through, baby. So, remember that. Don't despair, don't fear. We are here. Snap to make it official. Because even in the Bible, Joshua 1 and 9, I'm going to leave you with that. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be neither afraid nor dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with you wheresoever thou go. So wherever you are, God is there. Wherever you need to be, God is there. Wherever you shouldn't be, God is there. And so is your spirit, your egos, your ancestors. So take them places where they will be celebrated and not tolerated. How you doing? We're all at the table. So let's celebrate.